You're listening to the Better for America podcast presented by AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens. Good morning, everyone. I'm Rebecca Weber, and this is your AMAC podcast, Better for America. I'm so excited. We have a great show today. And you know, I even woke up this morning feeling optimistic and encouraged for good reason. In a few minutes, we'll be hearing from Keith Booz. Now, Keith Booz holds a Bachelor of Science in Health and Wellness and has been practicing fitness training for over 34 years. He'll be joining us today to share some great tips on how to gain control of your physical health by creating good, lasting, and lifetime habits. Very excited to have Keith with us. He has been, in many ways, uh, a personal fitness mentor. Uh, There was a good period of time where I was not doing any exercise or very little exercise throughout those years when I was raising my family. And Keith gave me three very important tips that literally changed my life in a very good way. So we'll hear from Keith in just a few moments. But I wanted to talk to you about why I feel so optimistic. And it's tough right now, I think, because so many of us, we we look out there and we see what's going on. We see the brokenness in our government. And we wonder, how the heck did we ever get to where we're at? And then when we turn on the news and we see mainstream media, you're almost made to feel like something's wrong with you if you are not championing the policies and initiatives that are coming out of the far left. But I want to tell you all to take heart, don't give up, and don't feel defeated. There's a lot that we can do. There's a lot that AMAC can do to really ensure that the voice of your your voice and the voice of many other Americans that stand with you is heard. And so in 2021, we'll be working on a number of objectives. We'll be working on election reform. We'll be working to protect your Social Security. We'll be working on health care. And we'll also be working to ensure that veterans have great access to health care, whether it be through the VA or through uh, their own uh, medical facility of their choice with vouchers. We're very excited, too, to address the growing national debt. AMAC will be working hard to reduce our national debt, but we're also going to oppose any kind of increase in taxes and any uh, really tough regulations that kill small business and hurt our economy. You know, I think about all of the wonderful delegates and chapter uh, presidents that work in their states. These are AMAC members that are doing such great grassroots work, uh, ensuring that at the state level that AMAC's voice is heard and that we're pushing forward an agenda that is good for, for America. But I just want to remind you all, you know, you're not, it's impossible for the, for the left to deprogram all of us. They will try and they've been talking about it. I mean, we've heard even Katie Couric who said, uh, that all Trump supporters should be deprogrammed. And I think that you and I both know that that's a bunch of malarkey. It really is ridiculous. And why is it ridiculous? Because we believe in individuality, and we believe in personal accountability. We believe in perseverance and the right to pursue your God-given talents, and all of us have them. And so I don't think that any of us should feel suppressed because the left wants 
to sell us uh, things that are not good for us. In other words, they want us to think that the government can make better decisions over your life. They want you to think that they have the solution to your problems and that if you let them shepherd you around, that they'll solve all of your problems. We're hearing this, you know, we'll pay for your health insurance, we'll pay for your college education, we'll give everyone a free home. And it's us Americans who understand we've really put the work in and we're probably have reached some level of success because we took personal accountability for the choices that we made. And then we look for our own ways to correct any choice that maybe wasn't right for ourselves. And that's empowering. So we don't want the government to become the end all and be all. It is each one of us who has a greatness and we need to tap into that. Government is important and they play a tremendous role in things like the military and keeping our nation safe and secure. The left wants to expand government and they really do want government to infiltrate your daily life and they want to shape the future of our country and even rewrite our history. But take heart, if you've joined or renewed your AMAC membership, you've gotta know that you're already making a difference. Again, I mentioned that we've got dozens of people working behind the scenes on legislative priorities. We'll be working very closely with the 117th Congress throughout the year of 2021. And this is a great time. Rather than feel defeated because things didn't go the way that we thought they should, we roll up our sleeves and we get to work. And when we do that, it's only in doing the work can we wake up each and every day thereafter and continue to build on the good things that we're doing. There's a lot to be grateful for. And January, I think, is a really good time of year to write down your goals. Goal setting is very, very important. It's crucial, I think, in business. But in your personal life, it's a great idea to write down the things that you want to do. A lot of us talk about, you know, wanting to shed a few pounds or get in better shape so that we feel stronger. And those are really, really great goals to set for you. So coming right up is Keith Booz, and he's going to share with you three tips that can change your life. This is advice. He's a, a lot of fun. He's a great guy. But if you listen carefully to the three tips that he's going to share with you, I won't give them away. I've put them into place. I've actually personally... Um, put them into place about four years ago. And over 18 months, I lost 20 pounds by doing these three things. And it's all very easy. You can do it right from the comfort of your own home. So coming up with us is Keith Booz. If you like this podcast, please tell your friends and family to join AMAC, share the podcast. I'm excited to have you uh, with me as uh, Keith Booz, our fitness mentor and trainer, joins us in just a moment. Thank you. A lot of people ask me, they say, Rebecca, what are some of the great AMAC member benefits or services that AMAC offers? Well, today I want to tell you about a great service that the AMAC Foundation offers to both AMAC members and to the American people at large, and that is a social security advisory service. Now, it's very interesting. There really aren't many people out there that have a lot of solid information on social security, how it works, when you should collect, 
I mean, you've got to do the math. Should I collect now or should I collect later? What if you are a widow and you're unsure uh, whether or not you should collect your widow's benefit or your own benefit? These are great questions, and these are questions that the AMAC Foundation can help you with. I just want everyone out there to know that this is a free service. We do not sell you anything. The AMAC Foundation was built to serve and educate mature Americans, and we are so proud of the AMAC Social Security Advisory Service. If you haven't checked it out, give them a call. Let me give you that phone number. Grab a pen and paper and write this down. The number is 888 750-2622. That's 888-750-2622. So if you have a social security question and you don't know how to get that question answered, or you believe that you may have gotten misinformation, which we hear a lot often from AMAC members, we hear that they received the wrong information from the government, no less, please give us a call. Let us help you. We can give you advice. We can give you guidance. We can point you to the facts. Give the AMAC Foundation a call. Each and every week, we field hundreds of phone calls from AMAC members. Take advantage of this great service. You deserve to have every question answered as it relates to your Social Security. Give us a call. One more time, folks, take a pen and paper. The phone number is 888 750 2622. Give the AMAC Foundation a call for any question relating to Social Security. You won't regret it. Speaking of making a difference, I'm so excited to have with me today my friend and fitness mentor, Keith Booz. Welcome, Keith. Welcome. Thank you so much Thank for you. joining Good us. Good morning. Awesome. Keith has been training others for nearly 35 years. He's the owner-operator of Brick Fit House on Long Island. And Keith, in 11th grade, like at the age of 16, you started your training career. Is that right? This is <laughs> accurate. I don't know how you knew that, but yeah. My father was an amateur bodybuilder in the 60s and 70s, and he had a lot of notoriety on the island. People weren't really working out then. And uh, it was in his home, and it was just me and him living there. So it was and, sort of like almost like a habit in a sense. Like you grew up around it. You were around it. It was everything you saw and did, and you had fun doing it. Yeah. Yeah, I was so super familiar yeah. and uh, needed to make money. So it's one of the only things I knew how to do. Right. So I started training friends, teammates. That's awesome. Yeah. I love it. Yep. I love it because uh, I love being able to go to you for encouragement to remind me that it's a new year, time to set new goals and all that good stuff. Um, I want to talk to our listeners today about really healthy living and making it a priority in your life. You know, everybody wants to, um, I think everybody wants to lose a few pounds. Everyone wants to feel stronger. Everyone wants to remember what it was like, you know, when we jumped out of bed without ever feeling any kind of ache or pain. But for people who have never had an exercise regime or routine, like what simple tips can you offer people today where they can literally change their life and go from having never done anything, like I, for many, many years, for 10 years, I mm. did nothing. Yeah. Uh, to really changing my habits, what are some tips that you can share with our listeners? Um, it's interesting you brought that up because so many people, you know, ask that. And, you know, whenever I meet with somebody new, 
that is what is foremost is, you know, what could I do now? You know, I just want to feel better. I just want the, my quality of life better. I want to be able to play with my grandkids and not be beat up from it. I want to be able to shovel and not be so sore or whatever the case is. And, you know, it, it doesn't have to be super fancy. It doesn't have to be a lot because like the U.S. Surgeon General recommends 30 to 60 minutes exercise a day. A day. So that's for all wow. of us every day. But what I advocate for people is to create the habit. And then I say, you know, do you know how to create a habit? Do you know? Remind us. Okay. How do we create good habits? The best way to create a habit is to do anything, something for 30 days in a row. So if we do something for 30 days in a row, you can't stop. And that's a good place to be. Sure. And exercise and fitness can be like that. So what I tell people to do to get on the right track, to get that life back, you know, the quality of life back is to do something every day, something a little bit every single day. It doesn't have to be a lot. It doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be anything specific. It just has to be a little bit every day. So what the U.S. Surgeon General recommends is 30 to 60 minutes a day, but I don't even advocate that. What I like to tell people is just do a little bit a day. Something. That's right. Two or three. Or four minutes a day. Because if we do something inch by inch, it is a cinch. But if we try to do yard by yard, it's really way too hard. Oh, I love that. So, and yeah. it, re- it really is the truth. And like uh, sometimes I'll ask people, would you go to sleep tonight without brushing your teeth? Would no. you? Right. Why is that? Because it's a habit. Right. So fitness can be that way. But I it doesn't. I love that. Yeah. That's so it, encouraging. So like, and, and I said this to Keith. I said, um, when I first began to get back into making exercise a priority for myself, I said to him, I don't feel like doing it today. I don't feel like it. I don't want to exercise today. And this was happening really a lot around uh, the coronavirus when it was really even hard to do anything outside of your home. And you said to me, do something. If you can't get out, you can't leave your home, do something. And your your tip of just, you know, whether it be climb the stairs instead of taking the elevator, uh, you know, do some squats, right? Uh, bang sure. out 10 push-ups, sure. whatever it is that you're comfortable doing, of course, making sure that, you know, your, your doctor says it's okay for you to, you know, push yourself and exercise. Um, you encourage that. And I love that because you, the reward, I feel like the reward for healthy, you know, stay, staying in some sort of exercise routine, the reward comes after you do it. Like nobody wants to get up and work out, but after you've done it, suddenly, I mean, there are health benefits, right? Physical health benefits that you immediately realize. What are some of those benefits? Like how can we get people excited to do something? Well, to get involved, people will be really super excited if they, if they have some degree of, um, you know, setting a plan and accomplishing it. So that accomplishment really gets people more excited than anything. And, you know, 30 days in a row, Inch by inch, it is a cinch. Yard by yard, it's just way too hard. What a lot of people want to do is like they figure they're pumped, jazzed, and psyched, and they just want to just do 30 minutes. They're doing it. They might as well make it worth their while. But I, but in the beginning, we don't need that. We, in the beginning, we just need a little bit. It is enough to create the habit. 26 days in a row doesn't count. 13 days in a row without missing a day doesn't count. 30 days in a row counts. They've done studies on it. And if you or I or anybody else did 30 days in a row without missing, putting the sneakers on and doing something, you're not going to 
invite me. I'm going to stop on the 31st day. And that's a good place to be. That is a great Real place to be. I yeah. love it. I love it. So I, I know a lot of people listening have tried all kinds of uh, dieting tricks. And uh, even friends of mine, they take um, diet pills. Um, you know, weight loss shakes uh, are, are big these days. Um, you know, people are drinking muscle milks and thinking that they're going to put on muscle. I mean, a lot of people are, in my opinion, probably turning in the wrong, you know, looking in the wrong place for, for better living, healthier living. Um, can you give us some feedback on what you think about really turning to those kinds of vices in order to either limit your, your calorie intake or, you know, ramp up the metabolism? Is there anything really good out there? Or are you a big believer in just really, you know, doing the, the physical hard work? And is that, go, is that enough? Well, is that I... Enough? I I am a big believer in doing the work, the physical work. I am big into that. It really does start with the habit. And, but getting back to your question, um, you know, I'm a simple guy. Like I'm not a real sharp super guy. I'm experienced at what I do. Yeah. But uh, like, uh, you know, I need something simple. I need bite-sized pieces myself. That's why I advocate that. And the 30 days in a row thing, I mean, I would tell you that. I would tell anybody that. I would tell my daughter that. I have told my daughter that. I would tell my son that. I would tell my great-grandfather that if he was still alive because it right. really is the truth. And aside from that, if if food is an issue, you know, and a lot of people do have, you know, those issues with food and they work late and they come home and they're so hungry and they feel like they deserve to eat or whatever the case is, or even if that's not the case, there's nothing like a food log. There's nothing uh, love to keep us responsible then. Helps. You know, I eat it, write it. I drink it, write it down. You have a cookie, no big deal. Just write it down. You have another one, not that big of a deal. Just have another one. What it will do is it will keep us so responsible. And that responsibility will create good habits. Like the 30-day thing will create good habits. Outside of that, you know, I mean, I always advocate half of our body weight in ounces of water a day. You know, so if I'm 200 pounds, I'd really want to be drinking 100 ounces of water a day. Wow. And if that's we, a great tip, too. It, water is so good. Yeah. yeah. You, you feel good. You have more energy. Go to the bathroom a lot. But because of that, right. you know, you're raising your metabolism up each time. And between those three things, the water, the food log, the 30 days, it's pretty much fail safe. I mean, I have seen people you hear do that, that, guys. It's fail safe. Yeah. 30 days of doing something, anything, even if it's two minutes, three minutes, four minutes. That's, that's right. That's enough. 30 days of doing something for two minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever your time allows, makes a huge difference. Writing everything down makes you really accountable. It makes you recognize what it is that you ate and maybe you had too much of it. Uh, and, and then certainly... The third tip, water, so good. I think it's better than anything that they can sell you on, you know, it, on the shelves. It, Just drink some good old water. It really is. Help. You're so right. And I, I mean to it. interrupt you, but but you're right. You know, capturing those three things that are really easy, simple, fundamental things. And you know, and I say two, three, or four minutes a day. I actually mean that. I've done that. You know, I try to. I mean, I wake up early and I prepare and all these things, and then I I try to do some degree of cardio. I, I do weight training later in the day, but there are some days where I only actually have four minutes. So I will do four minutes. There are some days where I only have one minute of time to do the cardio and I have I have done one minute cardio. I have a buddy who started that 30 day thing and I remember I used to have a gym years ago 
and he would come in for two or three or four minutes and he's on his 3,500th and something a day. So, <laughs> wow. it, you know, so yeah. it really does work. It really works. Yeah. I love it. What do you think, can you share with us, what are some of the long-term health benefits of consistently exercising, but especially for people over the age of 50? Because what happened to me was about four or five years ago, uh, I recognized that I was definitely losing my strength, you know? I'm 50 years old now, so I was in my 40s, and I said, whoa, something's going on. It had been about 10 years since I had exercised, and I did adopt, and you are three tips. I began to drink a lot of water. I began to do something every day for 30 days. I actually did lose 20 pounds, um, but uh, over about a year and a half, over about 18 months of just doing those three things and writing things down, being more cognizant of what I was actually eating. Mm. Um, But for people over the age of 50, I know the question would be, maybe, should I be doing more cardio? Should I be doing more weightlifting? You know, is there is there balance or benefit for, for doing both? And how do we know what to do? I'm glad you brought that up. You know, I mean, like I said, I, I do do some cardio every day, but that's just really for my mental clarity so that the day's not hurting me as much. You know what I'm saying? But there's nothing like the strength training. There's nothing that can beat the benefit that you get with strength training. Because what we could do with the weight training, with the strength training, um, you can get through any other form of exercise. If we're doing it proper, if we're doing it the right way, you get the benefit of getting stronger. For people over 40, 50, we lose muscle at a, at a, at a, you know, a rate that's significant. And you, you want to have that muscle on you. Right. You don't want to be tight. Because when we lose our muscle, we get tight. We get tight. We get weak. Sure. And that's another disadvantage of not doing it. And when you get weak, you know, you become inflexible. And that's just not really a great place to be. And there's something about, you know, people when they feel their strength and they feel their muscles, um, that's something that cardio cannot do for us is build our muscle. So that's pretty integral in definitely what we need, at least two or three times a week. Muscle, after we work on muscles, like let's say you worked out this morning, you know, five days after today, those muscles start to atrophy. They atrophy, they get weaker, they get smaller, and all those, you know, negative things start happening to us. So we really need to work the muscles that we want to work at the least. That's great. Twice a week. That's great to know. Yeah. Yeah, so a little cardio is good, but um, doing, you know, picking up really light dumbbells, for example, is a, is a great thing to do. And some advice that, that Keith gave to me at one point was, uh, if you only have five-pound dumbbells or three-pound dumbbells, just do as many as you can do. In other words, it doesn't have to be all that heavy. You can push yourself in different ways. Um, I have a funny story. My grandmother, she if she was alive with us today, what would she be? I guess 100 years old or close to it. Uh, she passed a, a, about four years ago. My grandmother passed away. She lived such a good long life because she exercised every day. Mm. People would say, well, what did she do when she was 80, 85, 90 years old? Simple, simple things. She'd lay out on the floor and stretch. You know, she'd practice getting up off the floor, um, you know, using her strength in her legs without, you know, using Mm. her arms. Um, She insisted on opening up all of her own cans, you know, and uh, because that was challenging for her to have the strength to be able to open up a jar of, mm, say, mayonnaise yeah. or something. So I think that you just do you do want to challenge yourself. You want to remain positive, um, but you absolutely can change your physical health uh, through smart, 
you know, diet. And I call it diet. I don't like the word diet. I don't like that word diet. So we won't say diet, but through healthy eating and through good choices and through steady, consistent exercise and making making a commitment yeah. to, to creating good habits. It, it, they really are. And I wanted to say, because you brought it up when you were talking about your five-pound dumbbells, uh, you know, a lot of people are like, well, I, you know, I don't, ha- I don't have access to a gym or anything like that. The thing that builds muscle is variety or progression. So something in the way of your workout has to be more. There's a principle, it's called progressive overload. And what that basically states is that we have to work our muscle beyond what it's capable of. And then what will happen is that muscle will grow back stronger to handle that load. So in order to build more muscle and more muscle fibers, we have to present another stimulus that's greater than that. And then the muscle will grow back to to handle that. So variety or increasing somewhere. Something has to be progressive. So progressive could be in the way of the amount of reps you do. Of course, it could be in the amount of weight you do. Like let's say you're doing the fives, we could do yeah. six or seven. Or it could be the amount of sets that we do. Or it could just be something different that works the same muscle. Like maybe, you know, you could do dips, you know, up up against the windowsill. You could also do push-ups. Those kind of things work all the pushing muscle groups. So whatever is different, variety and progression, those are the ways to build uh, and maintain muscle as we age or just in general. And it is so important. Your health is so important. It's especially important when we know that, you know, our uh, exercise and healthy eating definitely boosts our immune system. We want strong immune system now, especially with this virus out sure. there. And it also will, def- you'll, you'll get the reward after you do it. So make today, um, this great day in January, make today a different day. Make today the first day that you commit to doing something every single day for 30 days without giving up. Keith is telling us that that creates a habit. Drink your water. What's the formula? And the f- on the water, oh. on the water intake. Well, it's Just- uh, no. I'm glad you said that. It's uh, half of our body weight in ounces of water a day. Oh. It has to be that, not the water that you use in your coffee. You know, measure it. Half of your body weight. Weigh yourself if you're. Uh, 150 pounds, we want to definitely have at least, at the least, 75 ounces of water. And if you're working out every day, it has to be more than that. Uh-huh. Okay, I need to drink more water, mm. for sure. But drinking water, doing something every day for 30 days, changing it, changing it up is okay. It's actually preferred to change up the type of thing you do every day um, to build that muscle. Do that every day. Drink your water. And and really just uh, remind yourself that you can do it. No more excuses, right? This is going to be a great year, 2021. We want to come into it healthy. We want to keep that virus away. Thank you so much for being with us Thank today, you for Keith. Having this me. is great. If you all like Keith, like the button at the bottom of your screen and share this podcast. Thank you, everyone. you for listening to the Better for America podcast. To learn more about AMAC and all it has to offer, visit us at www.amac.us.